Welcome back to the Jerk Bitch Twin Study of Supernatural. Um, this is Emily. I'm Erin. And last week we talked about the um, next two episodes that we were both looking forward to doing. Um, and we had planned that we would do it one episode a week, just kind of like we have been the last three weeks. However, we were lucky enough that Aaron had an extra day off. Thank you, God. So we actually are doing a double whammy and talking about both episodes this week. So we were able to watch Phantom Traveler and we just got done watching Bloody Mary. Emily's favorite. No. Let's just say Bloody Mary three times. Ready? Well, no, Bloody let's Mary. not. <laughs> like I'm literally like covering her face and she's trying to lick me with her tongue. But we're Bloody not in front of a mirror. So like. I won't do it three times. Anyways. <laughs> So we're going to talk about both episodes tonight. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> so um, we're going to start with Phantom Traveler. Yeah. Let me just read a little synopsis like we've been doing. Um, I'm just going to find it. <laughs> nice. Again, this is from... We are super prepared. We are prepared. I have it. I've had it on, saved on my phone for a couple of hours now. So back off. Okay. Um, this is, again, from SuperWiki. SupernaturalWiki.com. Um, so we've got, after the mysterious crash of a commercial airliner, Sam and Dean are called in by a family friend to investigate. They soon learn they are dealing with a disaster-causing demon and will need to board a doomed flight in order to exercise it. There you go. Yeah. So, you know, this was kind of like a standalone episode. I mean, there, I don't think there was like a whole lot of, you know, forward-driving plot, you know, to, like, the bigger story. story. Yeah. No, but I um, love this episode. But it was a great... It was a fun episode, for sure. Um, you know, of course, being the therapist that I am... Get it the out. The fear it out. of flying, you know. She was excited. Phobia. I was like, oh, I get to talk about a phobia. Um, and that's, you know, the fear of flying It has kind of... Is referred to as either aviophobia or aerophobia for anyone who really cares. Um, but that's the fear of flying. So, um, it was really nice, not nice, I guess, but really amusing (laughs) to see Dean, you know, hardcore, strong, macho, nothing faces me, Dean. He's not scared of anything. Have a fear of flying. Yeah. So that was funny. It was very funny. But also a very real thing. Well, yes. Also very real. Yes. Because we all have phobias. Oh my God. I have a fear of spiders. Um, so when we watched the bugs episode well, in a few really weeks, about. I know that there is a moment that in that episode. That could be next week. Oh, if I have another day shit. off, you can do two episodes. <laughs> Again, just FYI. And now I'm not looking forward Mentally to it. Mentally prepare possibly for that. But anyways, anyway. we all have phobias, I we think. Do. I, don't, I don't know a person who doesn't have a fear of something Mine's in some really capacity. Mine's failing at life. Okay, so anyway, <laughs> we, so, we're not going to go deep. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> I was sharing that. Well, anyway. We appreciate anyway. the opening up. You're welcome. Um, anyway. We're going to be real with our listeners. It's true. <laughs> two listeners. <laughs> yeah, right. Sorry. Anyway. anyway um, <laughs> identical twin. We just had that moment. Okay, yes. so. Right. But Dean, having a fear of flying after everything we just said about him being confident yeah. and... and not scared of anything, macho, all that, to see him be scared of flying. It was cute. And it was cute. And I got a kick out of his 
um, coping skills or his coping mechanisms was to calming down to Metallica. Metallica. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I thought that was great. But hey, you know, we each have our own thing. Whatever floats your boat. So if it works for him, then who are we to say otherwise? That's right. Um, But it was just, it was a fun episode and I enjoyed that aspect of it. Um, Yeah. Well, the overall, sorry. No, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, the, the mystery surrounding the, you know, the story, what's going on with this demon just that was i thought a good um well story <laughs> and a good well and a, a what's the word i'm looking for like um it was like a, just it was a good mystery and the way they solved it and connected it all and it brought in a demon for the first time that was what i was just show. about to say and from like watching the I've been watching the show for 15 years, and now it's like, you know, Sam and Dean... It's like, how do you go an episode without so, the mention of a demon? Right. And also, they're just so smart about demons and know how to handle them and kill yeah. them, and they don't. it doesn't really phase them that much anymore. And in this episode, it was like, wow, like, they really did not know much about demons no. at all. Yeah. Um, I, and, like, like they always... They said it was not our normal gig. Right. And they were, you know, no. Dean's like, maybe we should call Dad on this. There's, you know, later in the series, they're like, oh, sulfur, demon. And they're like, is that sulfur? And it's just crazy. But I know that's just them learning and, and growing during the show and all that. But still, I was like, well, yes, demon was was the first sight in this episode. Yeah, no, I picked up on that, too. And I, I thought that was very, you know, I got a kick out of that as well. Because it's like, demon, what? It's like second nature to them now. Exactly. So to see them as little innocent, you know... Not Babies. quite first timers, but very, um, you know, not very experienced with demons. Yeah, it was, it was, it's something to see. Yes. So it's, it's just a reminder of of how far that they've come and how far they've evolved and what they've mastered as hunters and everything. So, right. um, yes. it was just a neat little reminder. I thought but it was cool. The like overall story, you know, it begins with a plane crash, obviously, <laughs> and one of the flight attendants, her name was Amanda, like noticed something off about this guest, but just you know, just thought it was weird or awkward or something, and then, um, you know, that particular guest on the plane decides to open up the emergency exit, and there goes the plane, and then. Basically, what they figured out over time is that this demon was killing these seven survivors because he doesn't want any survivors. Um, so I thought that was interesting. Yeah. No, it was. And it even looked like the way, like, the demon essence, <laughs> I don't know, <laughs> traveled, you know, in and out. It was... Oh, that was so different. It, it was different. It yeah. Yeah. Or later, even, like, season two and three. Yeah. Completely different. Like, the special effects or... There you go, yeah. Visual effects of that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely different. And I like it better in the later seasons. <laughs> but, yeah, again, hey, it's only to... episode four. Yeah. Learning, they were right? owning their craft, yeah. getting it going. So that's okay. Yeah. Um, But it's just, it's just fun to notice those little things that... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, starting out how they were approaching it and to see where it's come. So it's just, it's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. 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 Um, the only other thing I really kind of took note of, um, was, and it, it definitely goes right into Bloody Mary was, um, Sam and his nightmares yes, and his sleeping issues. Yeah. Um, and the talk about, you know, not Dean was like, dude, you can't bring that stuff home. Like you really got to try not to. And I mean, I think any of us can really relate to that general notion of don't bring your work home because it'll burn you out and mm-hmm. you got to try to separate the two. Lord knows being in, in my field, being a therapist, like 
I, I've struggled with that a lot over the years to like not take my work home and not try to think of it or dwell on it or, or wonder if I could have said something or done something better or different or just being like, just too bothered by something that I heard during the day. Like, you know, um, so that was just an, an interesting little side, side plot, I guess. Um, in the mm-hmm. episode about about that, um, and it, look, it freaks Sam out because the demon said like they knew about Jess. Yeah, and like that freaked Sam out too. Right, the demon in the in this episode <laughs> in the yeah yeah, yeah yeah brought it up, and so yeah threw him Which, totally. Again, brought, yeah, you know, outside into the work zone. And right, like, right, right. Threw Sam off there for a second. Right. So. Yeah. 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 Um. So that wasn't just another another thing that I noticed. Mm-hmm. But um. I don't know if there's, like, a whole lot more to say about it, but, it, I mean, it was good. It was fun. They're just, it wasn't super heavy or super loaded or super in-depth with with plot or necessarily characters, development or whatever. Just no, just kind of a standalone fun. Well, like, at the end, so. again, like, a little bit, just a teeny bit of, of storyline movement of the overall story. Um, there, The guy that, that Sam and Dean was helping, Jerry, who knows about the paranormal and as friends with her father Dean was like how did you you know how did you know to get a hold of me and Jerry was like well your dad told me and he was and they're like what you know like they're trying to find their dad and he's like well I called his cell phone and he said to call you know your number Dean Winchester's number if you need anything and that really kind of surprised the brothers because they've had a hard time. Like Sam says, I think That's like I right. called his cell phone multiple times, and it's he hasn't answered. Right, and yeah. at the very end of the episode, they do call his, uh, their father's number, and they do get the voicemail that says, you know, call Dean Winchester. So yeah, that's just a little bit more to it there. So just a little bit there. No, that's true. That episode, I almost well. forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I have to being a supernatural fan myself i know you are a little bit i'm like <laughs> just a little um, i've only seen all the sh- episodes there's one little thing in there that i knew i had to mention because fans like myself yes <laughs> when uh when, when to catch it um where did it go Do-do-do-do. Sorry, Waiting in suspense here. Okay, well, you know when Dean... Oh, they're talking about how to figure out... There it is. How to figure out if, like, if the demon's in who and who. And, yeah. like, Dean wanted to go the more... Um, the more... Uh, uh, kind of out there approach. And Sam's like, let's go more subtle. Yeah. So they talk about saying Christo. Yeah. Um, and, and so, essentially... Um, it was the moment in the episode where fans just got a kick out of the fact that Dean had said it. And then it's only been said, like, one other time, and it was, like, I don't know if it was last season or, like, two seasons ago. Okay. But I just wanted to point that out. <laughs> that he said Christo? Yeah. Okay. Uh, I guess, like, it's, Christo is not Latin for God, but Greek for the anointed one, as in the title Christ. I'm just reading it off Supernatural Wiki again. And it says, moreover, it should be, it, sh- it should be Christus or Christi. Christo is in either the dative or ablative case and therefore means something like to Christ or by Christ. So I think what they're saying is they said it, I think I could be wrong. People can tell me if I'm wrong. Um, said it wrong. In the and, episode? Yeah. Oh. And that's why they were like, they're saying Christo again. So, yeah. Oh, so many years later. Yeah. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And it says it was not used again until Jack said it in this, in season, in last season, season 14. Okay. Okay. 
there we go. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Anyway, if that was at all understandable. (laughs) Not to me, but I mean... Just read it up on Supernatural Wiki, supernaturalwiki.com under Phantom Traveler, and it'll make all sense. Don't listen to me. So. Oh, no, that's good. Good attempt. I'm Thank just, you. you know. I attempted, yes. That yeah. matters. Okay. Good. Yeah, you're welcome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Anything else? Um, Is this going to be uh, our well, segment? Me, oh, yes. We, we're, we're trying out names for um, the segment. moment in the... <laughs> The moment in the episode, or in our podcast, where Erin talks about the kind of fun tidbits and stuff that she gets off of a Supernatural Week. Yeah, I guess I should have put that in my little tidbit. That's a little preface there. There. So. so we were calling it the... What were we calling it? Wow! <laughs> the Spin Wiki. Uh, Supernatural Wiki. Yes. Tidbit. Segments. Supernatural... <laughs> Supernatural Wiki segment so get this okay um the i want to talk about the music i've been i've been wanting to um make sure i hit that every episode um so we have paranoid by black sabbath which plays on the way to the warehouse in the episode working man by rush and that plays in the impala when they try to get amanda walker on the phone Mm. and then some kind of monster by metallica which is the one that dean is humming on the plane and then Load Rage by Blues Saracino, um, playing on a girl's headphones as Dean is checking for EMF on the plane. Mm, okay. So that's the music there. Cool. Um, and then just a couple actor shout-outs is what I'd like to do. Um, and just, and just one, actually. Um, the actor that played Jerry, which is the one that was uh, friends with their father and called in Sam and Dean, he... Um, his actual name is Brian Markinson, and the reason why I wanted to point him out is that he was also in um, another episode later on in season eight. He actually plays um, uh, the father of Amelia, which I think I can say on behalf of most of the Supernatural fandom, we're not a fan of Amelia in season eight. She was Sam's, like, girlfriend that he, oh, like, her. Did, ditched Dean and didn't find Dean oh. and, like, hit a dog and met her. And, oh, like, her. Okay. So he played her father okay. in a season eight episode in Hunter Hiroshi. So that's all. It I looks, see. like, really hard for you to say that. I mean, I, talk about I it. don't like her. <laughs> like, and I have a whole other thing with that, which I will just save, just save it. for season eight. So, like, many months from now. But, How many but years? I will, uh, or that, many years from now, maybe. Um, I will save it for then. I have a separate, entirely separate issue with that. Anyway, okay. Okay. That's, that's, that's the Supernatural Wiki segment. For Phantom Traveler. For Phantom Traveler, yes. Okay. Um, That's all I got. So do we have anything else to say about Phantom Traveler? No, I mean, it's one of my favorites, early favorites of season one. Um, I think it was good. and I enjoyed it. Um, Like, just a strong episode and interesting and it had comedic moments and it was um, kind of mystery facts and... I liked it. I liked it too. Okay. Phantom Traveler. We uh, recommend. All right. I recommend every episode. <laughs> I know that, but I'm just saying, like, I think it was my favorite thus far. So, okay. you know. Good. Jeez. All right. Let's move on to the 
ever pretty Bloody Mary. and glowing. Bloody Mary. We're not in front of a mirror. So then I can just say it three times. No, I really rather you not. Okay, fine. But yes, we we are going to talk about that episode now. Alrighty. Um, yeah. And I even wrote on my notes here, like at the beginning of the episode, my own anxiety, my chest, my heartbeat was going up. Like, she was like, I was not. She excited. was freaking out. It was awesome. <laughs> and I normally like things in three. I mean, I often use it as a tactic in therapy when kids are like, oh, no, no. I'm like, well, just give me three. Like, I like things in three. And then normally that'll get them to, like, to, like, participate. But in here, no. No, I'm not going to say that word three times. Shit. No, thank you. All no. right, fine. Can no. I give a little synopsis? Yeah. I, I mean, people I think know most Bloody people, Mary. yeah, but this is what the episode is about. Yeah, Emily. go for it. Go okay. for it. Again. Thank you, SupernaturalWiki.com. Um, so in Toledo, Ohio, three young little girls are playing truth or dare. Lily's dare is to say Bloody Mary three times in front of the bathroom mirror. The other girls scare her, scare her by banging on the door, and then Lily's father, Stephen Shoemaker, appears and tells them to be quiet. As he returns to his bedroom, a figure appears in every mirror he passes. When he looks in the ma- in the bathroom mirror, his eyes start bleeding. His eldest daughter, Donna, later discovers him discovers him dead in a pool of blood. So basically, Sam and Dean go and investigate what the legend of Bloody Mary, basically. What appears to be, at that point, the legend of Bloody Mary. Yup. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Super what fun. Sam and Dean kind of talk a little about, like, what they know of is, like, that they there's a lot of different theories of who she is. Is she a witch? Did she die in a car crash? Um, what's the one that you liked, Emily? Mutilated oh, Bride. Mutilated Bride. <laughs> Which Emily is a future bride in December. <laughs> I'm getting married in December. So she was like, Mutilated Bride. <laughs> uh, like, moving on from that, that omen. <laughs> so all um, these different theories of who Bloody Mary is. <laughs> but, like, you know, it's a great one. But, like, I think the overall um, occurring, like... Um, fact in all of these different theories is that she scratches your eyes out um, and they get all liquidy and gross and stuff which Emily just loved looking at every one of those no, people. No I did not. She I just looked really away. looked forward to it every time no. it came up. Yeah she did. Um, but yeah. So yeah, but what was the the pattern to all her victims was each one oh, yes. had a secret. That's right about someone else that had died. Right. Yes, that's correct. Yes, so that was a, yes. like a twist to the legend, I guess. Right. Or maybe it is because part of the, the father who died know. in the beginning, he's not the one who said Bloody Mary, Bloody Mary. Right, it wasn't necessarily the three. person that actually said it. Yeah, but he may or may not have killed his wife. We learned in the episode. Yeah, we don't know. Um, yeah. And then same with the chick, Charlie, who um, uh, was like the main, I don't know, victim or whatever. The main guest she star. Wasn't a victim. Well, she was a little bit of a victim because. Her friend died, yeah. But yeah, but her friend. Like... But then the uh, Donna, I think was the name, she said Bloody Mary three times in the mirror at high school and then Bloody Mary was going after Charlie. So she was a victim there. Okay, fine, fine, fine. I would say so. Okay. We'll go with that. Anyway. But the interesting with that episode, though, is that it circles back to and connects and ties all in with Sam. Yes. And his recurring nightmares. Yes. And clearly the guilt he feels um, about the part he feels he played in just dying. Mm-hmm. And now... <laughs> I'm going to go back on my little therapy soapbox here. Please do. Like, you know, clearly he's still going through PTSD of what happened. And nightmares or 
well, okay, nightmares are a very common symptom of PTSD. Um, anything that is re-experiencing the trauma or the event, or flashbacks of the trauma or the event, or memories of the trauma or the event, oftentimes victims will relive it, whether it's in subconsciously like nightmares, or whether you black out or disassociate, like, you know, having flashbacks or something like that. And they literally will have it multiple times, frequently, all the time. And a lot of the times, it's... It almost becomes a part in therapy where they have to kind of face it, live up to it, kind of confront it, um, and and kind of work through that before um, they're able to kind of heal and get closure and kind of move on. And so Sam is clearly keeping a lot of this to himself personal. Like, I mean, Dean tries to get him to tell him, and and Sam's just like, no. Mm -hmm. Um, And what we find out is, I forgot about that, I didn't remember that, that Sam um, was having these nightmares or similar versions of the nightmares before she even died. Almost like premonitions of sorts. Yeah, like before Dean showed Um, up them you know, brought the supernatural back into his life. And that Sam was so desperate to be normal. He wanted to ignore the dreams or just kind of pass them off as dreams or not even kind of go there to the fact that they could mean anything. Mm -hmm. And then she ends up dying and he's all about the guilt and the remorse about not warning her, you know, coulda, shoulda, woulda, all that stuff. Um, And so that's a secret. And so that brings Bloody Mary to the main mirror that they're trying to trap her in, well, in her own mirror and trap her and kill her. Um, But it was a very haunting, (laughs) no pun intended, um, (laughs) you know, scene and moment, um, I thought, for for Sam and and for how they were choosing to um, try and defeat Bloody Mary here, which I was all for. Mm -hmm. So... I was hoping you would touch on that. And Emily. and Sam's whole, like, mirrors are a true reflection of your soul, you know, and that's why it's bad luck to break them because you're kind of unleashing maybe some inner, you know, and I don't want to say inner demon, but, like, inner, I don't know, just part of you or part of yourself that you're not proud of that, you know, you're hiding, you're shielding, you're, you know, shamed of. So, mm-hmm. anyways, I thought that was all... You know, I, I thought that was a great little, all all of it tying in together to the overall legend of Bloody Mary. Right. Because, so, um, again, it didn't, like, move the plot super forward. Like, actually, now talking about it, probably Phantom Traveler moved the, plot, the plot forward for with, it, like, yeah. Dad more than Bloody Mary did. But so. Bloody Mary kind of dealt with a lot of Sam's turmoil that was yeah. kind of still going on. So that's, that's that was, I like that. Yeah, good point there, Emily. Um, thank you. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then at the end, to forgive yourself, you know, be able to show yourself some grace and some mercy and um, not try to feel like, you know, it was all on you for something bad that happened. And then sometimes, like Sam says... Sometimes bad things just happen, you know, whether or not you wanted them to happen and whether or not you think you did everything that you could. Yeah. Sometimes it just happens. Um, and and Dean, that's a hard pill to swallow, but it's true. And as Dean said, that was good advice. Yes, but it was good advice. We see that Sam may not be taking his own advice. Well, I hope Sam begins to take his that advice. I think this was a big episode for him to kind of admit that truth to himself and yeah kind of almost confront it a little bit through via bloody mary well here's my question at the very end they're driving down the road and sam sees jess or a vision of jess what do you think that means (laughs) i mean that could mean a myriad of things i mean like 
you know, it could be, could be a like residual he... effect of everything he just kind of went through and processed. Okay. It could be, you know, just his subconscious still telling him or still reminding him of how important she is to him. Yeah. It could be a freaking haunting. I mean, you tell me what it could be. I don't think it's a haunting. Um, I don't know. I'm not the therapist. I- well, sometimes we don't have all the answers. I know. Uh, I, I mean, clearly... Or do you think it could be from the standpoint of maybe he's starting to heal? Because she was in, like, a white it dress, It could too. be. I don't know. I, I mean, she know. looked kind of creepy, though. It was a little creepy look, yeah. I don't know. A little haunting look there. You tell me, does he still deal with some of this fallout, like, emotionally, internally? Like, does he still deal with... Trying to forgive himself and trying to kind of come to terms with everything. Bit, yeah, and I think like I mean it's it could more just be into like him like want, trying to move on and be ready to like you know find love again and and so it, yeah is, is he worth is it worth or um uh is it not worth it but um is he worthy of like moving on and finding like love again and of course like he not love again i should say but just like moving on accepting it you know what i mean yeah like starting a new chapter leaving that behind but making sure that he finds you know the killer and gets his justice or revenge whichever one you would call it for jeff yeah so it could i mean it could be it's probably a combination of all those things you know um that's what I would say. Okay, I'm just curious. Um, and of course, there's. I think there's that supernatural twist to probably leave it open to interpretation. Yeah. And to kind of um, be a little creepy, <laughs> in yeah. my opinion. Um, but yeah, I mean, when something was so traumatic and it was someone who was so important to you, um, I think it makes perfect sense that. Okay. He could see her. Okay. Or be reminded of her, or or whatnot. So. Okay. Um, cool. But yeah, so I mean, I think that that was a, you know, that was a big step forward for Sam. And and if I was his therapist, I would commend him on everything that he kind of confronted internally in this episode. Okay. And you know, it's a little sad that he didn't want to share it with Dean. I get it. He like, there's just some things to keep to myself. But like, I would say the more you become comfortable with telling someone else or with sharing it that's only going to help him even more so with his closure and coming to peace with it and accepting and forgiving himself. So I don't know if he ever actually does come out and tell Dean. I don't think he does. No? Okay. Mm. Um, so I get it, but, you know, I would just caution his choice there just to make sure it doesn't become something that, you know, consumes him The only thing whatever. he's not saying to Dean is that he had these nightmares right. before. But doesn't that come out in season, not maybe necessarily with Jess, but, like, in season too when he's you know having those permissions and all of the demon i mean i don't know if we're supposed to be like spoiling certain people not you guys have seen it um what comes out though what do you say the fact that he has those dreams and that oh, he can well, kind yeah, of see like the future get, and like, yeah like premonitions yeah so but like but isn't this probably actually i guess it could be an indicator of maybe so what, maybe in passing he might say like maybe that's what i was seeing with Jess. yeah We'll just have to get to those episodes. All right, whatever. Okay, that's it. That's my two cents on that. <laughs> Thank you, Willie. You're welcome. That's really good. And I let do... me just go ahead. What Wait. are you gonna say? <laughs> I just had to know your feelings on what I think was your favorite part of the episode. When yeah, <laughs> when Bloody Mary crawls out that's of that exactly mirror. That's exactly what I was about to. <laughs> 
fucking say. Oh my god, it was like from the ring, except not from the TV. She comes out of the fucking mirror, and then said, not only that, but then she has like grudge-like moves. So it's like it's two moves. Was this show inspired by the Grudge in the ring, like this first season? Because those freaking jerky movements, like the Grudge, and then she's crawling out of there. I mean, just start saying something. I mean, it's like. <laughs> Emily was like, she's going to crawl out of the mirror, isn't she? And I didn't say anything, but I'm like, yeah, she is. I'm like, I know I've seen this before. It's been a really long time, but I know I'm right. Uh, it was great. It was yeah, fun. and I know you were being quiet, just smiling, just waiting. <laughs> I was, because I knew your reaction would be funny. Whatever. It was good. Okay, that was my question. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> On a more serious note yeah. <laughs> than grudge-like Bloody Mary... Um, I did like the... She wasn't full of blood all the time. Okay. I did... Although she splattered into blood when she died, so I guess there's Which that. Emily loved that, too. Um, <sighs> I liked, again, the, like, history, the, like, the fact-searching that the Sam lore. and Dave did. There yeah. we go. The lore, the legend, whatever, on Bloody Mary. And how it, you know, they traced it back to Mary Worthington. And she was from, oh, crap, Fort Myers, Indiana, I think it was. Fort Wayne, Indiana. Fort Wayne, Indiana, Yeah. Um, and how, like, she was murdered by what they think was this, like, uh, was this some type of doctor. Oh, yeah. It kind of reminded me of, like, a Jack the Ripper kind of yeah, a Yeah, and he was, like, very meticulous. And, like, the cop that they talked to was, like, yeah, he definitely knew what he was doing, taking her eyes out. And she was trying to, like, spell her killer's oh. name and everything. So I just thought that was interesting. And then how um, the uh, mirror or whatnot got sold... Or, like, a family member, I think, sold it to an antique shop in Ohio, and that's how... Toledo, yeah. Toledo, Ohio, and that's how Bloody Mary got to that little town, because they were... Sam so and she Dee traveled just, with the mirror. Yeah, traveled yeah. with the mirror, because Sam and Dee was like, you know, there's so many different theories and and about, like, Bloody Mary and lore and all that, and, like, how is she just traveling everywhere? And so I liked, I liked that part of it, too. Yeah, no, it was interesting. It was an interesting take on Bloody Mary that they did, yeah. for sure. It was really good. It was really, really great scary. for the 42 minutes, and then I will definitely not focus on it anymore. So. That was a good episode. Like, you know, I want to go watch Care Bears now, so. Care Bears. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to watch The Ring or The Grudge? No. I mean, Sarah Michelle Gellar no. is in Grudge. And, I, and you're I've a big Sarah seen Michelle that. Geller fan and Buffy fan, so why not just uh, spend the night Because watching Buffy the is a lot better than The Grudge. <laughs> Whatever. You know that's true. Yes, I do know it's true. You're right. All right. Well, how about the um, Supernatural Wiki part of this episode? Okay. So get this, guys. The music that we have in this episode. We've got a couple. So we have Sugar, We're Going Down. Fall Fall Out Boy. Boy. And that's playing during Jill's encounter with Bloody Mary. And then we have Rock of Ages by Death Leopard plays in the car when they're talking about how Mary is connected to all the mirrors. And then the last one, which is the big moment at the very end when Sam sees Jess on the road, is Laugh, I Nearly Died by the Rolling Stones. Hmm, okay, cool. So great song choices there. Yeah. Um, and then i like to, again, shout out to two actors or actresses. Um, one that I should have um, mentioned way back in the pilot episode, and I didn't, and that's Adrienne Palicki. Yeah. Um, and we, I know her from Ages of S.H.I.E.L.D. Mostly. Well, I've, I've seen her too there. I've watched <laughs> yeah, the whole series. Watch Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. too. So we know her from Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. 
And let me see if there's anything else that... I feel like there's something else that... I feel like there is, too, but I don't know. I mean, know. she's on a current show. Oh, um... Oh, crap. The one on Fox. Yeah. Um, with, uh... <laughs> we're doing real good here. Um... The Oracle? Is that it? Something, Something like that. Hold on. Trying to spell the, her name. <laughs> I can't think of the guy. He's like the voice of what's his face on like Family Guy. Oh, what's his name? We are having a brain fart for sure. Yes, we are. Did you find it? No. Hold on. I do is type in her name. I'm trying. It'll come up. The Orville. Isn't it the Orville? Maybe it's the Orville, yeah. Okay, here we go. Um, yeah, the Oroville. There you go. Um, and then she was on Friday Night Lights. I knew I was missing a big one. Um, and Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. And, of course, uh, Supernatural. Yeah. So I want to shout out to her. And then the other actress that I wanted to um, point out as well was the actress that plays Charlie, Marnette mm-hmm. Patterson. Mm-hmm. Um, for her, I um, basically wanted to shout her out because of this episode, and also she was, I remember her. Again, we remember her. Jesus. <laughs> From Charmed. Yeah, I do. <laughs> From Charmed. She was, uh, what? what's her name, Billy's? Like, uh, annoying sister in, in the final season. With Kaylee Cuoco, you Yeah. Mean? Yeah, their annoying sister. Yeah. In, in Charmed. Yeah. Um, so I wanted to shout her out too. So it looked like she was on house as well. Oh yeah. My fiance is rewatching house and major crimes and he is, is he liking it? Well, he saw it before. I thought he doesn't watch shows. He doesn't, but you know what? He said it's like getting him interested. He says it just has enough intensity and humor from Hugh Laurie that he's like kind of hooked on it again. Wow. I know. Side back there. I know. Um, and, yeah, those are my little tidbits, uh, fun facts. I think one of, like, oh. personal fun facts yes. would be the fact that yes. that very end scene where he's seeing Jess yes. at the corner of uh, that. that street, and <laughs> that was in Stevenson yeah. in Canada, yeah. and Aaron and I went to British Columbia and, and Vancouver, Canada a couple summers ago, and yes. went to Stevenson and right. totally hunted down that, that moment and that moment. particular spot and location and got pictures, so right. yes. that was kind of cool for yes. us to see that, having that now been there and now watching the episode after the fact. Yes. Well, so. I've seen the episode after the fact a couple times. But okay, well, I haven't, so for me, it was an interesting moment. It was so. more brand new for you. Yes, that's right. It was very cool. Love and it. And I'm sure we're going to have many of those moments because... Let me tell you, we went to many, many, many locations on that like trip. It was close to 60. I mean, we were there for nine days. You can imagine how many locations we found. And most of our time was spent on finding Supernatural Literally, locations. most of our time was. So. And it was amazing. It was. It was an amazing trip. Beautiful, gorgeous, yeah, super fun. Never get the chance to go. Hopefully, when things are back to normal. Yeah. Later and people can travel again. Yeah. Vancouver, Canada is a definite must-see yeah, place. Yeah, definitely recommend, for yes. sure. Yeah. But that was a fun little, like, oh, yeah. Yeah, moment. I knew it was coming up. So I was like, Emily, you're going to recognize this little part. Yeah, she said end. that. I'm like, I don't know. And then I did. So. Yeah. It was fun. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> um, I don't know. I think that's all I got for Bloody Mary. I don't know about you. Um, 
No. <laughs> I mean, it was both strong episodes. Very both strong episodes. And despite how I may react and what I might say, I do think they were both very good. Well, I mean, and I enjoyed both of them. If you're reacting that way, I think, you know, again, they're doing their job. That's true. So. They are. They did then. They are now. So. Yeah. Um. But I did like it, so. Just don't go shatter any mirrors and a lot of it at one time. Because like um, Dean says, it's like 600 years of bad luck, so yeah, don't do no, that. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do that. We don't need any more bad luck than we've got going on right now. No, well, we don't. So. I need some good luck, so yeah, going to definitely avoid those decisions. Yeah. Yes. Um, so um, it was good. Yeah. 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 They're uh, two of my favorites. I'd say we've watched, what, five so far? Mm-hmm. So... I think, just do a little ranking here, because why not? I'd sure. say, yeah, I would say the pilot was my fave, my fave, my number one, and then I think I would go Bloody Mary, and then Phantom Traveler, and then Dead in the Water, and then Wendigo, just because Am I, gonna... I wanted to share that. Do you want me to Yeah, I think you should. Mine? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm probably going to be pretty similar, actually. I think The Pilot, then Bloody Mary, Phantom Traveler, Dead in the Water, and then Wendigo. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Yeah. That was fun. It was fun. Yeah. So. And, yeah, uh, I think we got Skin next. Which Yay. I know Emily is excited to watch. To watch Dean a guy shed his skin. skin off. Yeah, that's um <laughs> super appealing. And then Emily's really favorite, like we said earlier that she's looking forward to, if we get to it next week, depends if I have a day off or oh, not. Oh god, or I hope off, we do. Is <laughs> bugs. Oh yay. First bugs. time I saw that episode. She heard my reaction. I did, that's right. From like, I was downstairs and she was upstairs and she heard my reaction that's to my true. least favorite part in that episode. Yes, I did. She screamed. <laughs> it was awesome. Oh yeah, it was super great. So when we watch it in a week or two weeks time, two weeks time. I'm sure we'll have a story to tell. Yes. Oh, things to look forward to. Oh, yeah. It's the little things, guys. It's, well, at these times, it really it is. Really is. Yeah. Things. Okay. Okay. And any uh, announcements? We do have one little one. We do. Um, again, check out our social medias. We'll just um, write We're both it down. on Instagram and Twitter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I have not put this together yet, but we are going to set up an email. If you want to email us, our, like, two listeners, um, hey, what, what, you know, any questions or comments, comments, feedback, or feedback, things were, or things that you, you think want, we should talk about or yeah. we should bring up or and if you don't email whatever. us, that's cool. We're I mean, just throwing it out there. I have enough email addresses already anyway, so it's fine. I don't need to check them all the time. Yeah. Um, but, but please, it'd be going... nice to hear from you guys. Yeah. Or anyone. Yeah. Our two listeners. Stop it. (laughs) Um, So it's going to be spin, so SPN, twin, chat at gmail.com. So SPN, twin, chat at gmail.com. Yes. So please send us emails with your feedback and comments. And um, hopefully if we get something here in the next couple weeks, then that'll give us something else to add to our podcast episodes and we'll chat about what we're getting any kind of emails about. Yeah. So, yeah, we're excited about that. And if not, we'll just keep doing what we're doing. (laughs) We'll just keep doing what we do, yeah. 
Because um, it's fun doing this, and it's fun watching it with you. Thank you. I know, You're it welcome. is fun watching it with you. I mean, it's one of those, like, silver linings with everything going on right now. It's, yeah. like, giving us the time and the opportunity to do this. And yeah. It is fun. So. It is. We're having a good time. We are having a good time. So, yeah. All right. Okay. Anything else? I don't think so. Okay. Well, there we go. We talked about two. We did our first two in one. Yay. Progress. <laughs> All right. Well, we may or may not have two next week. Yeah. Um, you'll just have to tune in and find out. That's a mystery. Yeah. yeah. So um, be well. Stay healthy. Stay, stay safe. safe. Take care. Yeah. And uh, we'll see you next week. Till next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.